Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Up next, Luna Talks with Anna Paulina Luna, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Joe Biden makes a bizarre quip about Republicans believing Democrats are, quote, sucking the blood out of kids. PayPal teams up with the Anti-Defamation League to launch a probe that could potentially target anyone with conservative views on immigration. And some Democrats are pushing for more lockdowns because of the Delta variant. Meanwhile, wanting to make non-vaccinated people second-class citizens. This is Luna Talks with Anna Paulina. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Luna Talks with me, your host, Anna Paulina Luna. As you know, we will be recording and actually dropping now episodes twice a week to kind of keep up with this continuous news cycle. And it was actually, I think, not even 12 hours after I'd finished wrapping up the last episode, and I'm sitting there scrolling through my social media, and I see this really, really bizarre clip of Joe Biden talking to a reporter. And it's such a bizarre clip that I kind of did a double take almost since I paused it and I replayed it. And sure enough, it was just as bizarre as I thought it was. I'm going to play this clip for you guys to kind of make your own opinion on it. But this is just it's completely absurd. Are there people who in the Democratic Party? Are there people in the Republican Party who think we're sucking the blood out of kids? I'm I'm not sure. Are there people in the Democratic Party who want to support? And that audio clip, mind you, was picked up by CBS News. So they were the ones that initially reported it. And it was such a bizarre statement to make. And then you see Biden turn. And as he goes onto his helicopter, he's laughing. But the point is, is that that is not the type of representation I think that anyone wants in this country, right? Like you don't want that type of rhetoric to be put onto any party. But at the end of the day, it just increasingly is furthering the divide that's in this country that if you notice, and obviously Biden has completely not done anything that he said he was going to do for the American people. And I do believe that everything that they were trying to say about President Trump constantly over the last four years, we know that it was lies. But all those lies that they put out about the president saying that, you know, it was a divisive country during that time. I mean, you look at what the Democrats are doing currently, and it's it's honestly just really sad. So as I'm listening to this clip and as I'm kind of just scrolling. I picked up on another story 
And the thing that's concerning me about this is because we're now starting to see, and if you read the Time magazine article that was put out right after the election cycle talking about this great cabal that came together to keep President Trump out of office, they are now taking that plan and they're really essentially showcasing it. Just it's out there in the open. Everyone can read about it. But they're now doing it to the American people. And I think that it's going to become increasingly more important for us to be aware of this. And it does involve now companies like PayPal and Venmo. Obviously, Venmo owns PayPal. And I'll get back into what I kind of just discovered. I'm going to tell you why, especially in regards to politics, this is so alarming. Okay. So recently announced today, and this was from Reuters. Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, YouTube, and other big tech companies will now add content to a shared counterterrorism key database aiming to crack down on materials from quote-unquote white supremacists and far-right militias. Then it continues to go on to say that PayPal also teamed up with the Anti-Defamation League to uncover and disrupt the financial pipelines that support extremist and hate movements, according to the joint statement. Now, the reason why I have a problem with this is because of the fact that this is left to someone else's opinion, right? They go into a list of things that they are going to flag as considered extremist and or hate movement content. Something in particular that I found interesting is they put on there about having anti-immigrant rhetoric. Now, if you go back to 2016, you will notice that a lot of the mainstream left media actually did falsely brand Republicans and falsely brand conservatives, and they also falsely branded President Trump as being anti-immigrant. Clearly, that was not true. Clearly, just because you agree with border security, clearly just because you agree in coming here the right way does not mean you are anti-immigrant. In fact, most conservatives and most Republicans will tell you that they believe people should come here the right way because it's the humanitarian way. And like I stated in previous episodes, that there are a lot of these correlated issues that actually tie into when people come here illegally. Now, if you actually go through what's currently happening in our country, I was actually on a segment with Congressman uh, Babin out of Texas, and he was talking about how the fact that you just recently found 321 dead illegals that had tried to come here on the border that because the Biden administration is essentially offering basically free education and free healthcare, mind you, of which the American taxpayer has to pay for, there has been also not just this massive surge of illegal immigration that they don't want to discuss, that they're essentially blocking out of all media, but you also have now this 1,000% increase in criminal aliens found and crossing at the border. So You have this as a multifaceted issue, right? You have all of these issues. Then you have these big tech companies saying, if you discuss this or if you do not agree with the current administration is doing, we are going to essentially put you in a database and we are going to flag your content and platforms like PayPal, platforms that are owned by PayPal like Venmo will not necessarily any longer work with you. And I think that those are questions that people should be asking, right? Because I don't think a lot of people, if you would have told people maybe even 10 years ago when you first saw people starting to get deplatformed, regardless of whether or not you agreed with them, no one thought that we'd be where we're at today where you know organizations like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram are now more powerful than the sitting president of the United States. And I would argue even more powerful than most leaders that we've ever had in the history of human civilization. So it goes on to get into a White House press briefing. And when you hear about this, and this is something, I mean, I know that 
over the last year or so, you've really had the topics of COVID-19 and the vax versus the unvaxed. These have all become politicized issues. Typically, I think healthcare would have been something more private. But over the last year or so, this has been so far politicized that it's actually scary. So I'm going to play you a short quick of Jen Psaki talking about whether or not President Biden will favor restrictions for unvaccinated Americans, which is obviously modern day segregation. This is totally where this is going. We'll be right back with that clip after this short break. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Okay, so this clip actually comes from the press briefing on the 26th, and I want you to hear what Jen Psaki has to say about Biden and basically favoring restrictions for unvaccinated Americans. Does the president favor restrictions for unvaccinated people when it comes to restaurants, museums, concerts? The president favors uh, using the CDC as his North Star and what the health and medical experts are going to advise on how to save more lives and protect people. So no, he doesn't think that there should be restrictions on unvaccinated people like some other countries have. He believes that we should be guided by the science and by the data. And so he will look to his health and medical team to advise on what steps we should take. Now, this is, mind you, the same medical experts, Dr. Fauci, who said initially, first of all, Americans didn't need masks. Then he said that we needed masks. Then he said we needed five masks. Then he said that we didn't need masks anymore. This is also the same medical guidance that doesn't want to talk about that COVID-19 does have origins from China. This is also the same medical advice that was actually calling President Trump, quote unquote, xenophobic for wanting to cut travel from China even though had President Trump not done that early on and essentially closed down our travel, I think the United States would have been hit way harder with COVID-19. Now, I'm not going to say that I don't believe in people's rights to choose whether or not they do or do not want to be vaccinated. I think that that is absolutely someone's personal decision. And I do not think that the federal government should ever become involved in that process. I think there are many people that obviously have religious beliefs. They have health beliefs as to why they do not want to take vaccines. But what you are seeing now, and it's not even just this this press secretary briefing, right? It's not even just coming from her. I mean, obviously you hear that clip, you hear that she is not giving a definitive answer, that she is saying that this is, you know, Biden will look to his team in order to make those decisions, when in actuality, those were the same teams that were giving the wrong information and I think have confused half of the country And honestly, part of the reason why I think there is so much distrust as to how we are going to approach this is because of the fact that this issue has become so polarizing. So I just want to give you some, I guess, little information nuggets, okay? You have the entire country that was essentially locked down. And I can tell you that just in the state of Florida alone, in fact, just in my area in the state of Florida alone, 
From last year to now, we've had over 33,000 people move from New York to Florida and from other states as well because of the fact that they did not like how their states dealt with COVID-19. I think from the very, very beginning, I've been one of the very few people to comfortably come out and say that it is not up to the federal government to make one guidance, one mandate, and it is not a one-size-fits-all approach. It is up to the states to decide what best is their ability to deal with a situation like this. What you're seeing now, though, is you are starting to see it now come out of CNN. You're starting to see it come out of MSNBC. You're starting to actually see people call for there to be literally segregation and different rights and privileges for people that are vaccinated versus people that are not vaccinated. And that in itself is a very, very scary thing. I can tell you that I personally do have family members that are vaccinated. I can tell you that I did get COVID-19 and that I have not been vaccinated, and that is my personal choice. However, I do not judge people because they don't want to be vaccinated, and I don't judge people because they are vaccinated. That is their personal healthcare decision. But it goes farther to that. Now you have people, and I can tell you recently of one of our friends who's actually a contractor at MacDill Air Force Base. And you have their work. Now, obviously, it's not being mandated yet by the military. But you have now civilian employees that are working on military installations that are being forced to talk about their healthcare information. They're being forced to take some of these vaccines. And ultimately, it's not right. It's not right for any, I think, organization to come in and say, you will be able to have these rights and you can go on with your daily life. But if you don't get this vaccine, you cannot do that. And I think that this in itself is one of these core debates that has and still, will, I think, moving into 2022 become an issue that's going to largely impact our country. So when you guys do talk to people about this, I think the best term that you can use is you are for medical freedom. That it does not mean you're a tin hat wearing, you know, conspiracy theorist. That means that you respect people's body autonomy to put whatever they want into their body, but you do not want to force your beliefs onto other people. That is literally what medical freedom is. So if you look at this argument, you see what's happening in our country. You see now states like, I think it's Los Angeles, Savannah, even St. Louis that are saying that they need to bring back this mask mandate because of the Delta variant. And we know that, I think it was the CDC that actually had announced that the masks were not even that effective because of how small COVID-19 was initially in the first place. Now you have this variant that's come forward, right? Can someone please explain to me? why it is that if they are so concerned about this variant, if they are so concerned about COVID-19, why is it that our southern border is completely left open? Why is it that there's no testing going on with the massive amounts of illegals that are currently coming here? And why is it that anytime you voice these concerns on social media, that your entire platform will be hit? That means that you are either put in Facebook jail. That means that you will be suppressed. Doesn't it make you think that there might be a little bit something more to this, that they are pushing some of these lockdowns on Americans, but yet they're not saying anything and they are completely okay with people coming here legally? That is illegally from South America, but people who have general asylum claims from, for example, places like Cuba, places that actually now, I think Cuba actually has concentration camps now for the people that were protesting communism. I mean, the Biden administration will tell those people not to come here, but they'll tell people that have COVID from other countries in South America and Mexico to come here. That makes no sense. So you see all of this hypocrisy taking place, right? And yet here we are. The mainstream media is not talking about any of it. The Biden administration is saying now they are going to 
listened to the science when the science has said the whole time that we should have never locked down the economy, that there were therapeutics available. I know recently, and I think President Trump had actually released a statement about this, but hydroxychloroquine was something that was actually a cheap alternative to a vaccine. It was a therapeutic. If you have therapeutics, you don't have to mandate a vaccine. It's been shown to be effective against COVID-19. And that is something that ultimately the mainstream media and these social media platforms said was false information, only to later on turn around and say that that was actually good information. The reason I'm sharing this with you guys is because these are all things, when you're looking at what's happening to our country, when you're looking at it from a very analytical perspective and you're looking at both sides, and I always do, I try, I really do, I look at both sides of the argument, but in no way, shape or form, Is it okay with what this administrator is doing? This is absolute government overreach, and it is only going to continue to get worse if we don't actually stand together and say, okay, look, we're not going to do this. We don't agree with these lockdowns again. We don't agree with shutting down churches anymore. Ultimately, what they did is they kept liquor stores and strip clubs open while they wouldn't allow people to literally, you know, kids couldn't be in school anymore. You had churches that were essentially shut down. You had places where people could go to be with their families that were considered non-necessary yet you had literally these other aspects of society that were almost encouraged. And then during that entire time, also something that I covered in another episode, you actually saw domestic violence cases go up because it was just so mismanaged and so mishandled. And then you hear this from Cuomo. And we have to get in those communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. That is the mission. Yeah, that's the mission coming from the same guy that basically was responsible for thousands upon thousands of people dying in the nursing homes only to have covered it up. That is the mission statement coming from the same guy that literally has had multiple women come forward, go on record to say that they've been sexually harassed by him. And that is the mission statement coming from also the same guy that was given all these awards for his response and and how he handled COVID. Mind you, he had one of the worst economies in New York history that had to get bailed out by the federal government. And also, in addition to that, we are now seeing a massive crime spike because of the fact that he said nothing and did nothing when the whole BLM defund the police movement attacked New York City. And now you're seeing New York basically barely opening up, but have some of the highest crime that it's seen in many, many years because of negligence on his part. So I think that when we are sharing this information, when you are looking at what's happening, and when you're given the option of whether or not you're going to comply with some of these next lockdowns that they're going to push, you can say no, and you should say no. Because ultimately, what we are finding out is that these people that have been elected to office, you know, a lot of people say, well, isn't it kind of disheartening to know that some of the people that you've trusted to run our country are the very same people that essentially have run it into the ground. And I think that that's important for people to remember. It's important for people to know because people like Cuomo, people like Nancy Pelosi, people, I would even argue, you know, corruption is not only on one side, guys. It exists everywhere. And I think that the more people are there, the more people get a taste of that power, the more that they lose the sense that they are actually supposed to be there representing the people. Maybe they initially started out with good intentions, But ultimately, when you see stuff like this, when you see the type of hypocrisy that's currently existing in our country and how it's really gone really far down the tubes, I think that that's when we all decide, okay, look, we're not going to do this. We don't agree with it. We don't have to comply. And if you really don't believe me, look at what's happening currently in Europe. You had Macron actually mandated these vaccine passports. And I can tell you that half of the country in, in France is actually rebelling, but you're not seeing that anywhere because I think that they don't want people to realize that there is an option. 
and the option is to say no and that it's okay to say no and it doesn't make you the bad guy if you do. Before we go, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, Instagram, and Getter at Real Anna Paulina. And a special thank you to our producer, Drew Steele, writer Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.